20th century English mathematician Alan Turing was quoted as saying, I believe that at the end of the century, the use of words in general educated opinion will have altered so much that one will be able to speak of machines thinking without expecting to be contradicted. Statistics have shown there are, remains a large discrepancy between the capacity of humans over artificial intelligence and whether unseen factors would drive a barrier between them. And uh, in looking into the conflict resolution aspect of it as to whether or not there is a benefit to artificial intelligence or if it will uh, create a great deal of resistance uh, in terms of resolving conflict at some point, uh, I came to uh, recognize that there were at least three factors involved. Um, that would influence whether or not a person could control artificial intelligence or would run into various barriers. The first being uh, whether something is synergized, um, secondly invasive, or three, if it's fabricated. In anything to do with synergy, there has to be a collaboration for something to move in the flow of things, and a lot of times with artificial intelligence and limitations involved. Uh, there can be a number of uh, interactions that prevent uh, machine working with man, or in this case human, or man or woman. So um, in cases of in the invasive aspect, when there is a boundary crossed or any matter of a uh, factor that gets in the middle of it that is going to um, uproot any issue that has not previously been dealt with, there will be probes of detection uh, take place between the metal uh, or the machine that will uh, interact with uh, the non-machine and to, to determine whether or not there has been uh, a need to either reprogram it, override it, or so forth. This can bring in the fabricated aspect which uh, uproots or unveils false components or underlying intentions that do not align with the actual person. That can be the person that programmed it, created the artificial intelligence, or one that is going to actually interact with it at some point. I give a personal example when uh, I'm learning a, a language, a foreign language, uh, and I come across that even having little to no understanding of the actual language, I come into recognizing that the machine translation doesn't even come close to what it could. Uh, this uh, proves the fact, or at least supports the fact, that there is definitely a misalignment between artificial intelligence and um, man. With having a mediation uh, training background and in various areas, um, I have discovered that extraction is one of the hardest parts uh, in facing a conflictual situation. Extraction of uh, various uh, aspects typically um, determine whether or not there has been a history of unspoken wounds. Um, for example, with artificial intelligence, there would have to be such things as contrasting uh, the metal from say uh, a particular um, oh, uh, algorithm or a, or a particle or, or even a molecule, so to speak, 
um, for example, uh, research is shown in determining pressure levels, uh, inorganic versus organic waste can impact the actual outcome. So, for example, the oxygen you breathe has to be synergized with the actual uh, product that is being incorporated. So even in language, which is my background of study um, and also artificial inte intelligence editing uh, in English, is that you have to understand what it is you're actually breathing in in terms of thought, in terms of word, in terms of intention, in terms of the actual rules, boundaries, and regulations surrounding it. In factoring in these um, various, you know, aspects, it can determine long-term the division of the polynomials or what's known in um, physics as, and on a basic level, uh, multi-perception theory, which is, for example, the all factors versus an individual. So even if you have a tiny um, one particular um, part of a uh, an artificial intelligence program or an artificial intelligence idea, concept, machine, what have you, the long-term aspects, for example, uh, the impact or expulsion over to the metal uh, or whatever the, um, the actual material is used, we c it can have a long, short and long-term impacts on it, such as health issues, um, break impact on consciousness or a level of um, say you know for example like uh, possible detriment but possible need for alchemize areas that you wouldn't have considered previously in physics there is uh, such a thing known as joule or the symbol of J which is a measurement of energy. Nobel Prize physicist uh, Peter Zeeman, who, who coined the Zeeman effect, that energy is determined um, and arcs. Uh, for example, when atomic energy splits, the splitting of a line spectrum can occur in multi-components uh, of frequency within a magnetic field. Now, taking that into account, and again, I only uh, understand physics on a basic level, alchemizing metal, for example, um, when it impacts ether, uh, can not only create um, a harsh, uh, harsh effect uh, that can split the ether or alter dramatically, but uh, in, for example, Chinese medicine, the five element theory can result in probing, probing um, the particular element and determining whether or not it remains strong, gains more strength, or weakens on some level. Now, just uh, freewheeling this a bit, um, I want to say that, you know, in terms of artificial intelligence, there have been so many different apps out there that have been developed uh, to make chat easier, to make writing more um, available and fluid without having to input too much of one's own skills and efforts. And it's resulted in, I mean, an increase in people buying this that, are, that have a linguistic background to help speed productivity um, and increase, you know, 
uh, what they offer, what their services and skills they have to offer a particular client. However, the problem with this is the capacity of this artificial intelligence. I am not convinced that artificial intelligence will be able to be an impact. And since I'm only covering a short podcast on this linguistic, uh, in terms of linguistics and artificial intelligence, um, there are even greater impacts uh, when it's spread to other areas or other fields. And intelligence is one aspect that is very hard to gauge because when a person uh, thinks they've achieved a certain level, uh, for example, in uh, linguistics or uh, any particular field, um, they can gain a sense that they've achieved a mastery after so many years, which in many cases they think is after five. Uh, you have gained uh, a mastery in a, a particular uh, language or area. But that is not the case. What I have found is that uh, memory has to work in conjunction or in synergy with not only consciousness, but um, the uh, factors that surround it and the impacts that can occur, for example, in everyday life. Um, other people's intentions, desires, uh, expectations, and um, also the impact of artificial intelligence and how it's going to receive and understand that data. This is what creates barriers um, between man and machine and um, product uh, and uh, intended output or expectation. This is what births the conflict or the, the actual con that occurs between the flow uh, state, between the connection between artificial intelligence and the actual programmer that actually inputted, inputted the data to begin with to create the machine, the robot, and the language to the knowledge that that person actually had. Now there is the idea that if they input the dictionary uh, in it as as a particular route to begin the artificial intelligence, that's ne not necessarily going to be enough because of all the various uh, cultural aspects as well as the impact of a person's um, knowledge base at the time, the journey they've taken, and other influential factors that would alter their ability to um, convey the actual intention that they want within that language. Just even, like I have studied particular languages for four to five years and I still have very basic knowledge which on the one hand can indicate that I don't uh, have the ability to either remember it or um, analyze it or discern it or it's an impact that other, uh, or it's a result of other, other factors that have uh, adversely impacted my understanding of it. For example, there's a lot of emphasis placed on grammar with uh, language learning that prevents a person from actually learning the basic conversation or basic phrases needed to actually uh, get along uh, socially uh, to um, be able to, you know, integrate in the environment or um, specialize in a particular field area which means a lot of the grammaticals are not, not really necessary, but the robot or the machine is going to actually uh, believe that these basic functions or structures are needed in order to 
um, create a more accurate output. I just, I, 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 with, especially with previous knowledge that has been put out there, what's through lost languages, lost sacredity, lost symbology, the overlap with symbology in uh, uh, languages that date back thousands of years, it's really hard to detect the, the original origin point of where the um, language actually began, where symbology was nothing more than etchings that occurred on paper or, or, or on rock or something like that to even know what is accurate and nothing more than just perception of something. So hence it will continue on with the conflict between man and machine in terms of language and other fields. The one thing I do want to mention with having done some research on this is, uh, you know, how artificial intelligence is made um, with the, in processing terms uh, through alchemizing, uh, it's, you know, the rate of speed, time in a furnace and so forth. It all comes down to alchemy, um, is, is that it, and it may have uh, somewhat ability, but it, it'd have to be programmed to be able to root within the actual consciousness of the actual user to locate the origin state of the uh, user's original learning experience and original DNA blueprint to be able to uproot a potential, um, I, I think, output in, in a way that it could um, create a it could create a language program that would constitute utilizing everything since the dawn of time, so to speak. Um, it's the problem is is the actual probing, the probing aspect has and will constitute a problem because of the data mining and data collection that takes place, for example, on the internet is so very limited to only the actual person inputting the data, uh, especially with the variances and differences in generations. Um, there has been a, a, a consideration by a man named Pavel Solonovich that there are, that, who is a uh, mental scientist in his field that has um, believed that humanity is moving more towards a singularity of more complicated or lower intelligence due to the number of impacts of um, things that run against the natural order of the mind. Which I find very interesting because of the, um, the increase in technology and the harsh uh, material involved in natural metals and natural uh, minerals that occur in the earth itself that houses so much sacred language within it and sacred um, scripts that have been put in there from previous generations and previous um, persons that have uh, walked the earth. For example, the feet represent in symbology of uh, the soul, the soul of the person, the right being um, the yang and the left being the yin. 
And with this take into account, if, if the, the feet or the, of the person are not in balance, then that particular script can be altered somewhat. So, for example, in the right and left brain hemispheres can also have an impact on whether or not that language is going to get mixed up in another particular language as well and have overlap and so there will be discrepancies with that and um, artificial intelligence picking it up. Because artificial intelligence is being built by metal, so that same metal that is extracted either from the earth or man-made is going to be pulling this from the same earth that the man or woman walked upon. So I want to end this podcast um, by saying that just like online security finds risks to every occurrence that one logs upon the actual operating system, there there will always be risks within the correlation between man and machine, especially in terms of language and symbology. So I want to end this um, podcast uh, with a quote again by Alan Turing, which states, that a computer would deserve to be called intelligent if it could deceive a human into believing that it was human. Now that in itself is a challenge considering humans are only the aura of man. This is Jen Sabir and this has been a culture and conflict moment. Until next time, have a wonderful weekend. Thank you.